0: Welcome to Add the Counter, the show that takes the conversations had at the counter of your local comic book store and brings them to the internet. And for the record, we're, we're sorry. sorry. I'm Marcus Entea
1: And I'm Christian Kenty.
0: We're coming to you from the Frugal Dutchman, a kind of nerdvana here in lovely Ridgeway, Ontario. It's a comic book, action figure, gaming, antique, and all-around nifty store. I'm a random customer who's a big nerd from way back. And I'm the store owner. And we've been having these conversations for years with other people dropping in and out to add points, and we've decided to share them with you. So take a trip with us down the nerdy rabbit hole to overhear the conversations that happen at At the the counter. counter. Okay, so today's topic. So a few weeks ago we talked about uh, best
1: Superman, uh, or your top three Superman. We're going to flip that around and go top three Batman, who plays the Dark Knight. Better than anyone. And there's some unpopular opinions in this, I'm sure. But we're going to put them out there and get reamed away for them. (laughs) Because that's what you do
0: when you start a podcast. You put your opinion out there so people can pick you apart. And, and I'm going to say the top Batman of all time was Val Kilmer. Ooh. No, I'm not going to say that. Come on, people. view me better than that. We're, we're going to have to talk about your contract. <laughs> 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 Alright, so top three. Let's see here. I think coming in... Okay, now. Are three. we are we including all the way back? All the way back. We we didn't put any hold. Uh, okay, well then that changes then my. You... See, I'm I'm running through everything from the '90s onward because I I think I'm I'm this... also willing to say if you have a commit,
1: especially in Batman, we didn't do that with Superman. We didn't open it up that far to animation, but. Batman has more animation available to it, and the, the oh. Batman animation is done really, really well. It absolutely So if you're going to lean into that, I'll take I'll no, a voice actor for that, Batman. That wasn't,
0: I was thinking that we need to pull one actor out and put him aside as all-time best Batman outside of the discussion. I okay. think it might screw you over, though. It might, but I, I can deal with that. Because I think you cannot touch Adam West in any way, shape, or form. I agree. He is he is so good he can't be in the running. So we're we're gonna
1: just drop the forklift <clears throat> in and take Adam West out of this discussion and put him on a Adam pedestal. Adam West wins as the greatest Batman of all time.
0: Absolutely, because. He's Adam West. He's Adam West. Okay? <laughs> and he's such a different Batman exactly. because of the way he's there's done. No,
1: there's, it's apples and oranges with any other It's,
0: it's apples and bricks. Like yeah. There's not even like they're both vegetables or both fruit. Yeah. There's no comparison. Adam West is far and away beyond reproach. We cannot touch him either way. Okay. So we'll, we'll So he's off the list. I did. Try. I knew it was going to. Um, unfortunately,
1: because of that too, he actually made my number three spot. Uh, <laughs> not because he's an insufficient Batman. Again, he is greater than. But when you're in comparison with all the other Batman, yeah. it's like yes, this is. A and you can You can't, you can't thing, compare. Right? And that's why he falls into. The it's like the
0: it's part. like saying you know, ah, I can't even give you a comparison. There's no comparison. You can't put Adam West up against any other Batman. Mm-hmm. And he said it best in, was it, um, it was, was it in Big Bang? Where he goes, all those other guys have plastic muscles underneath, pure West. <laughs> yes. Like it's, it, was, West. it was a little pure West, whatever it was. But he, because he also leans into it, he camps it, he plays it, he has fun with it, but he's also gone on to have a great career. A lot of it in voiceover as a matter of fact. Amazingly, his
1: most popular character is himself. And I think when you can do that, you've transitioned past. You're you no longer
0: human. human. Yeah, you don't get to be judged on anything anymore. When you can become <laughs> Mayor Adam West and just be absolutely insane. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I think one of the best best iterations of Batman that he did was actually the Great Ghost. In yep. Batman the animated series, yep. Adam West came back as the Grey Ghost, who was the inspiration for that Kevin Conroy's <laughs> Batman. And it was such an amazing thing to, to hear, because, yes, to see as well, but to hear Adam West come back as Batman esque. You know, so, uh, yeah, so Adam West has to come off the list because he just yep. can't be done. Okay, so
1: that screws my number three. I'm going to do an unpopular idea. And I'm going to preempt because this is such a hard third spot to fill. Um, I'm going to say I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about uh, Robert Pattinson playing Batman. I think the what they've put forth so far makes it a very compelling story that they've done, and by the trailers that are out there. I'm not scared off. Although his name on, on the headline makes me go, uh, what are we doing? And that's, right? But the the product they put forth so far, and I know it's only trailers, I'm not upset about.
0: I'm going to say right now, I have not seen any of the trailers. Not yet. No. Um, I don't have as big of a problem with Pattinson because I'm not as big as, of a Batman fan as I am a Superman fan. Um, so I mean I lasted through like we said, Val Kilmer playing Batman. So almost anybody is better. Not that Val Kilmer is not a great actor. He was just not a great Batman.
1: Well and that's that's it too. I mean we dig into into actors a lot in in our show and, and you know we we will continue to do that. Um but it's not always that they're terrible actors. It's that they did a job, they took a job they had to take, right? Or, or they, they took a job that was not suited to them. Yeah, who doesn't want to play Batman?
0: If somebody offers you Batman, you say yes. Yeah, exactly. Right? But. <laughs> Actually, you know what would have made not a really, really interesting Batman, just as a complete aside? Yeah. I'm just thinking about it. Richard Dean Anderson would have been a really good older Batman. Not current into Richard I, Dean I Anderson. Feel like Richard, SG1, right? well, I
1: feel like Richard Dean Anderson, even in current, would would be a really compelling older Bruce Wayne for a Batman Beyond. Marvel,
0: yes, that's sort of was what I was yeah. saying. I can totally see that. That would be very interesting. But anyways, Warner Sorry, Brothers. Warner Brothers, just because <laughs> I know you're listening, because you listen to everything. I mean, hell, you managed to get the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion created. Did you hear about that? Oh, God, No. Okay, this is a complete aside that has nothing to do with the topic. We're going off on a tangent. (laughs) I know. What a shock. You're welcome. (laughs) Two years ago, a radio station DJ, I don't remember her name, created a uh, petition for Edmonton, uh, Edmonton, uh, City of Edmonton, to create a building called the Nathan Fillion Mm -hmm. Civilian Pavilion. It got a bit of traction in Edmonton, but didn't go very far. About a month ago, Warner Brothers discovered it, and since Fillion is in the new Suicide Squad as TDK, they did a react video of all the actors looking at the petition. And Margot Robbie and Idris Elba and all these guys are like, hell yeah, that's awesome, we should do that. (laughs) And apparently, for the weekend anyways, City of Edmonton renamed City Hall the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion, to which Nathan Fillion is of course tickled pink. Of course, but he is. said they he should have said the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. He's one in a million, <laughs> <laughs> and he thought we should paint it for a million. So he's having a hell of a time with it. He thinks it's hilarious. Everybody thought it was hilarious, but because Warner Brothers brought to attention all the stars are involved. City of Edmonton's like has a nice ring to it, kind of, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, that's famous. a bad idea. So they renamed City Hall this weekend and just saw the TikTok about it. And I think they may actually put a park in with a pavilion and call it that.
1: Well, and, and Nathan Fillion, to me, one of my favorite uh, celebrities of all time, just because he is, at least he seems to be, as tickled with his own celebrity and the fact that he's famous as anybody, <laughs> you know, or more so than any other... There are some really pompous, famous people out there. He's like, I just can't believe I did this for a living. Well, <laughs> a
0: he... It's the same energy with him as Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And it, I'm going to state, even Michael J. Fox is like that. Yeah. And we I'm going to say, because the they're Canadians, <laughs> we make the best celebrities, because when you come back to Canada, you're just Nate. Yeah. You're you're just Ryan. Like, there's, we don't give a crap about your celebrity. And it grounds you a lot harder... And allows you to be put in perspective. I feel like that's that's really well
1: played. I just thought about it. And uh, Ryan Reynolds was in a movie with Amy Smart called Just Friends. Yeah, and he he's like this big shot in L.A., and then he comes back to New Jersey. That's exactly what that's like. <laughs> exactly. It's <laughs> like, like yeah, it's you. Like yeah, we don't care about you. Special. Whatever. Shut up. Go to hell.
0: Like <laughs> I, I watch you sip crayons up your nose in kindergarten. I don't have any sympathy I'm, for you right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm not impressed with your title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. It's so back to where were we now? Uh, number three, Batman. you said Pattinson.
1: I said I'm I'm cautiously optimistic <laughs> about Pattinson, <laughs> hopefully doing a good
0: job as Batman,
1: and it's more or less because I don't know that I can fill that third spot without Adam West. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm going to say for my third spot. Um, Oh, you've got to be kidding me. The Vulture. Oh, Michael Keaton. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought Michael Keaton relaunched the superhero genre, did a hell of a good job. He was an adequate <clears throat> Bruce Wayne and a really good Batman. Um, and the funniest thing is he started his career as a cameraman on Mr. Rogers. So he said, I knew he was
1: uh, behind the camera first.
0: I yeah, didn't realize he what was. What was. They, he said that the guys on Mr. Rogers was a sick bunch of people. <laughs> Rogers loved them all. And whenever, when there were kids on the set, but they would screw with each other all the time. Apparently it was not uncommon to have a naked man holding Fred's sweater when he went to the closet out of camera shot. And Fred didn't care. He just went on with it. Just, yep, do-do-do-do-do, got the sweater. Uh, Fred Rogers was an incredible man. But anyways, so I'm going to say Michael Keaton as number three. Uh,
1: My number two comes up as Christian Bale. And I know that's that's a two-sided coin, too. A lot of people had an issue with Christian Bale as Batman. I think he played the Dark Knight Batman role really, really. You know, and, and that's the thing you got to remember. And a lot of people put aside is the fact that when you are watching Batman films, <coughs> you are watching they they made very different sets of Batman yes. in all the films, right? And so you know your nineties stuff with you know with Keaton and even Val Kilmer and all those those are one set of Batmans. Those are your mainline comic Detective Comic Batman. Yes, right. The Dark Knight is from the Frank Miller Dark Knight era. Ideal. Yeah, ideal. Right. And and so I think Bale actually fit that to a T, uh, you know, and, and he was the right casting for that. I can't come up with somebody who would have fit into that role better. Uh, and I I think they downplay a lot of Bruce Wayne in that. But I think that also comes from that Frank Miller ideal as yeah. well, um, where it become being Batman becomes an all encompassing idea right, in our lifestyle as opposed to playing both sides of that. So I know you're really appreciative of alter egos, and I think that's actually one that's done the, the right way, but just
0: misunderstood because not everybody understands the separation of that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, my number two is going to cause a lot of controversy. Oh boy. Man, we're good at this. Yeah, we we're, are. We're
1: going we're gonna to get off here. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're, we're going to get kicked off. Well, actually, they can't kick us off because we put it on ourselves, yeah. so... Okay. No, 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 no. Write your letters because we don't care. Batman. Um, yeah, sodium, <laughs> sodium, 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 sodium. Batman. Yes. Come on. You looked at me like you didn't know. A no, I got it. Like, I'm looking like. Life.
1: Gosh, I hope everybody got that.
0: <laughs> if you didn't get that, you should be listening to our show. Let's be honest, because we're doing stuff you're not aware of. Just,
1: just look it up. Just look it up.
0: <laughs> um, no, uh, like I it. thought this actor did a very creditable job. Of a tired, more weary Batman who's trying to get a little bit of hope back. And I see Christian's brow furrowing, trying to figure out who I'm going to say. I love it when you
1: lead up to stuff this way.
0: And I think he even managed to inject a tiny little bit of humor, which is not a big Batman tendency, but it was sort of a lighthearted. Okay, not too bad. It wasn't big time. And I'm about to say and he's going to cringe. And yes, it's Ben Affleck. Yeah, I, I kind of saw it coming. Yeah. I think Ben Affleck <clears throat> did a creditable job. He was good as Bruce Wayne going throughout, but he was Batman without a mask. He didn't play the socialite Bruce Wayne as much. Um, but he was old Bruce Wayne. He's, he's not a young 20 something, you know, just came back into Gotham and, and, and started starting. he's been Batman for a long time. And I don't think he did a great job of Batman and Batman versus Superman, but in Justice League, he settled into the role really nicely. In Batman, it's, I'm going to really do some crappy comparisons here, but Um, Keanu Reeves is an amazing reactor. I don't think he's a great actor. If he has to drive the plot, it's not as great of a movie. If he's reacting to things that are happening to him, for instance, (laughs) The Matrix is an amazing movie. The Matrix 3... What was the third one? Uh, Revolutions. Not a great movie. Because he's driving the movie. Yeah. He's the plot guy. But when things are happening to him, he's amazing. Well,
1: that's why like, Speed is one of my all... It, it would very easily make one of my all-time favorite action movies. Um, because it, it, the chemistry between him and Sandra B. in the first place. Um, but, like you said, he's a reactive actor. Yeah. And everything in that movie is him reacting to something that's happening constricted but not happening so we'll to him. He
0: did cursing out,
1: but <laughs>
0: I don't think it was taming of the shrew, or maybe it was. It, he did a Shakespeare with Kenneth Branagh and um uh, oh crying out loud. She was oh, in Men in Black. She was Nanny McPhee. Uh Anyways, it was a it was in the early nineties and he played Don John, who was the brother of the guy, and his entire motivation was I hate my brother. There was no other emotion behind it. Everything was just I hate my brother, I hate my brother. I'm gonna say this. Why? Because I hate my brother. And that was bad direction as well. But that's how I kind of felt about Ben Affleck in in Superman versus Uh, Batman vs. Superman, because it was just like, I hate him, I hate him, he's a danger, I have to get rid of him, but when he realized he screwed up, and he went about trying to fix his mistake in, again, I'm I'm just talking the, I haven't seen the the Zack Snyder one, um, but I thought him going around the world, finding the special people, the joke at the end about I bought the bank, hilarious. Like, it was really, I thought he really settled in the role, and I'd like to see him in one or two more.
1: Okay, so I'm going to stand as, as the guy who got into, and this was before I owned the comic book store. I was at somebody else's comic book store, and it had just been announced that Ben Affleck, the Batfleck thing was happening. And I didn't believe it at first, but I i was one of the most skeptical. Well, maybe I've been tainted by that since, and that's why I have an issue with Batfleck as a thing. Uh again, being clear, love Van Afleck as as an actor. Uh you,
0: you know, just don't like him as a I superhero. Don't
1: like him as a superhero, right? I I think Daredevil was a terribly done film and, and he's he's a lot of the problem with it to me. Um but again he didn't have control over much in direction or production of that film, and so he was just an actor on the set. And I think that may be something that falls apart. Uh, I want to be the open-minded guy here, so I'm going to decree that I'm going to give Beth, like a second chance. I'm going to watch those movies again and try and come around on it. So we'll update on that on a, on a later <laughs> episode. I, 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 just think, the-
0: I just think because <laughs> he was Ben Affleck, because... <clears throat> When you hire a very well known actor to play character, you've got to fight against everything they've ever done.
1: You it raises the bar for that uh, for that uh, performance and that's what concerns me about it. And I think that's what concerned me about it in the first place. And I think that's why,
0: that's why that's why was so successful as yep. Superman, because even though he'd done a lot of stuff he wasn't it a was big relatively name. unknown. Yeah. He wasn't a big name. He was a name, but yep. not huge. Um, that's one of the reasons why I don't buy Amy Adams as Lois Lane either. I don't think she was a good cast for Lois Lane.
1: I, I would agree and disagree. I I don't know that I could throw a bunch of things on that I would say was wrong with
0: her performance, but it was very flat. It was very it, that it just it didn't fit. Yeah, it was not the right. I don't think it was the right fit. She did a credible job. I have nothing against Amy Adams. I think she's a wonderful actress. I just don't think it was good casting. Yeah. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. So Batfleck, Baffleck is my number two. All right. So my number one, uh, you had
1: mentioned earlier, uh, Michael Keaton is my number one Batman. If we're putting you know West on the shelf and, and saying we're we're messing with the the formula, Keaton to me, I mean. What that one? What did that, what Batman come out? It was 1989 when it came out. 89. Right? 89, and that was the year I was born, right? <laughs> and so I didn't see it fresh again. again shut it up. Comes back to this is one of my f- early impressions of Batman. Maybe not my first impression of Sound Batman because the he was animated things, right? But that's an early impression of Batman to me, and. That, would, for me, was an early impression of Tim Burton as well. Yes. Um, because at that point, uh, I mean, that uh, Batman and uh, Nightmare had come out kind of coincidingly and even that's, there, there's a whole controversy about Tim Burton's involvement in Nightmare. So anyway, but those two things are very influential to me after the fact. Right? Not as they're coming yeah. out, but as things that, it was like, one of those, I feel like I'm missing out on something, so I had to see them, right? And and so for me, that was a very influential Batman because he was one of my first Batman, right? I think animated series was probably the first thing I had jumped into. But,
0: now, um, am I wrong? Um, Did he do Batman Returns, Tim Burton? I think so. But... Batman and Robin and other that did not that, that, that was not I didn't. believe switch they switched directors they switched directors the problem with the last couple Batman and Robin and Batman uh, Batman Forever Batman Forever and those ones is that they tried to put it in the same <laughs> world of
1: summer and
0: George Clooney as Batman no it wasn't <laughs> nice. no 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 it had nothing to do with that it had nothing to do with Chris um, <laughs> Robin, uh, Yeah, the one who played Robin. Or hell, not even... uh, What's her name that played uh, Batgirl? Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. None of that was the problem. The problem was they were still trying to set Batman in a Tim Burton world without without Tim Burton. Burton. And you can't do that that because only he's got that look. Yeah. And that
1: feel—it's—it's it's a very specific type of insanity that Tim Burton brings to the things he does. Yeah, it's a visual um, insanity yeah. that
0: you can't duplicate <clears throat> because it's not Tim Burton. Yeah. So that is
1: exactly the reason he didn't fly as an animator for for Disney, right? Is that uh, it's just his visual insanity? Like you said, visual insanity. I can't think of a better way to put it uh it comes out in a very specific way that you can't replicate.
0: And you know hundred percent if it's a Tim Burton movie Absolutely. right away. There's a there is a there's a visual uh fingerprint yeah that it that's definitely a Tim Burton well, movie. Well and it and
1: it falls in with his with the uh, the production and, and how they go about production, the way they handle that, uh the, the type of people he puts on camera. Uh, or behind camera, and even down to scores or, or how they score. There's a very specific way that you have to score a Tim Burton film.
0: Well, that falls into another category. We should write this yeah. down: um, uh, film scores or film uh, film score words. Yeah, uh, we can talk about that in another one. Um, but see, again, I didn't because it, we're going back to my childhood part because there was such a wasteland of. Um, superhero movies. Yeah. I still loved the Kilmer and the Clooney ones. I thought the problem was Kilmer was a decent Batman but a horrible Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Clooney was a great Bruce Wayne and a poor Batman. <clears throat> because Clooney works best when you can see his face. Yes. And so he was a great Bruce Wayne, but not a great Batman.
1: Well, and and the thing I think that Kilmer brought to or, or that balanced his performance as Batman is he was playing, in my opinion, he was playing Batman as Keaton had played, right? Maybe not playing the Bruce Wayne side as Keaton had, but playing, ba- and Keaton's Batman is very quiet, um, for yeah. a Batman. He doesn't have a whole lot of uh, speaking. It's, it's more in the ominousness of his silence that I think drives home the Dark Knight side of something. Yeah. Right? And, and which is, important to Batman as a character in the first place. is He's, he's much scarier as, as a quiet character when he's not saying anything. Um, and you really, and I think Ferdin got his head around that, really letting the villains drive the movie, and Batman being almost an accessory in a Batman movie, being like, but yes, I'm here to stop you, so sit down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's very, very important to what's going on. But you're more compelled by Jack Nicholas as the Joker, or um, uh, Danny DeVito as Penguin, Penguin or, yeah. you know, or uh, Michelle Pfeiffer playing Catwoman. Really. These these are the characters that are compelling you and, and drawing you into the movie, and it's like yes. And now Batman's here to stop them, right? And that's that's the drive to the film, and that's that's where the plot comes through. But you definitely see the drive coming, and Dylan's it's story. it's
0: really funny. Because nobody seems to remember that all the crazy villains come about because of Batman. Yes. The best way that was done on film was actually in the Green Hornet movie. Awful movie. Yeah. stupid and silly. I love it. It's fun. Yeah, it's great. But It's a great movie, but it's, it's a horrible superhero. However, in the movie, the bad guy says, well, these guys have costumes. I want a costume. <laughs> Give me a co- I want red leather costume. That's what I want. Make that happen. And his whole thing is like, am I not
1: scary enough? I feel like I need to be scared. I scary. feel like I need to be
0: scarier. I need to opt to crazy a bit. So, like, but, so, like the, the Joker... Is one thing the Joker is a whole other story, but the Penguin and the Riddler and all these guys have upped their game from a little bit crazy to bigger than life to compete with the Batman or at least get his attention.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, that's your list. You're allowed that's to be fine. wrong. That's fine
1: <laughs>
0: because you're going to have to agree with me. The number one Batman sands Adam West because he doesn't count. Yeah. The number one Batman of all time is the person who played Batman the longest and that is Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy is the best Batman. (laughs) He is an amazing Batman. He is an amazing Bruce Wayne. There is a definite delineation between the two. He can turn Bruce Wayne on and off. He is always Batman, but he's occasionally Bruce Wayne. And there is no discussion, and you're mad because you know I'm right,
1: Oh, I hate it when you taught me like
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Because Kevin Conner, and the fact, again, we've done it before, the fact that he was given a cameo in Crisis on Infinite Earths as bitter, old, angry Bruce was amazing, because all you do is close your eyes, and you're like, that's Batman. (laughs) There's nobody else that you can hear them talk and go, I think that's Michael Keaton's Batman. Isn't that Michael Keaton? you go, Oh, so
1: that's Batman. That's
0: Batman. When you see say, <laughs> say hello to people, you're like, oh shit, Batman just walked in the room. Oops, yeah. sorry. Oh my god, Batman just walked in the room. And, um, like, it, it's brutal. Like, it, it throws you for a quick loop. Yeah, uh, that's says
1: I, I can't even be mad about it, because it, it very much, is, he's the only Batman who never has to use
0: the word sign Batman. Yeah, <laughs> you never have to you never have to go, who are you again? you good <laughs> and he played it the longest. He even played it into Batman Beyond. He was still old Bruce. Yeah, yeah. And he played old Bruce amazingly well. But I
1: think that's because you connect with his voice so much more than his character. And I think that's you know, with with live action Batman. And so much better writing too. Well that's it, right? And and again we've talked about the difference between film and television, things that those ads right? Um but when you connect with Conroy's Batman, it's because you connect with his voice, yeah. right? And everybody else, you're trying to justify the two sides of it.
0: And that's a benefit of, of animation over Absolutely. live stuff. Absolutely. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I don't think there's been a bad voice actor Batman. Uh, have you seen Ga- Gotham by Gaslight? No way. It is a fantastic <laughs> Batman <laughs> story. <laughs> it is a fantastic Batman story. <laughs> And it has some bits of humor. Um, it is yeah, I've, I've read, well animated. I've read the
1: Gotham, I guess, It I is well that.
0: animated, yeah, well made. Um, that doesn't destroy anything of the show for you. So if you haven't seen it, it's a bit of a spoiler, but not a big deal. There's a bit where they're going to the Gotham, uh, basically a fairground on the pier. They're doing like a World's Fair type of thing. And there is a Ferris wheel that goes 15 miles an hour. And one of the women in the crowd goes, "Oh, is that even safe?" And Doctor Hugo Strange says, "Actually, scientists have determined through testing that it is possible that a human being can travel up to thirty miles an hour with no ill effects." And it just makes me laugh every time I see it. Thirty miles an hour, no ill effects, Woo-hoo! <laughs> because it's said in the eighteen hundreds, right? So, but it just makes me laugh when I hear it because I'm like. That is hilarious to me, but uh, the voice—the guy who did the voice for Batman there was quite good, and and I don't think there. I mean, which is the uh, was it Justice League War, where he and Superman meet sort of for the first time around she the boom boxes? In like, yeah, my,
1: my animation. Is but anyways, that
0: wasn't Conroy, but he did a great job. Like, if you want to talk about, well, we'll talk about it another time. Iconic voice actors. Yeah. Um, I, well,
1: and, and the beauty of being, of, of being cast into an animation Batman is that Conroy has set this level, and, and set this level for live action as well, is this is what Batman sounds like. I don't care what Bruce Wayne sounds like. This is what Batman sounds like. Right? And so everything has to earn up to that yeah. uh, or, or live up to that standard. And I almost feel like if, you know, if you're voice acting especially, that's kind of helpful. You know what you're gonna meet.
0: Well, there's that, but the other benefit to the voice acting is you don't have to look a specific way to be a superhero, which is an incredible opportunity for anybody. I mean, you look at like Tara Strong. Tara Strong is five foot nothing and maybe ninety eight pounds soaking wet, and she has been. An incredible number of superheroes, bad guys. She She's Harley Quinn. She could never pull off Harley Quinn in live action. But she not only is the quintessential Harley Quinn, she created the character. Mm-hmm. Nobody has been able to live up to her, and everybody who does Harley Quinn <laughs> has to sound like her. So that's the benefit of animation. You can set a standard impossibly high, and anybody else has to work their way up to it. Now, the, the benefit to Conroy is he made that impossibly high standard after Batman was established. Yeah.
1: Which is even more impressive. You know, you set that standard in the 90s. Yeah. And not a lot of standards have been set in the 90s. Let's be real about <laughs> That's that. That's true.
0: And, and quite frankly, no one else has been able to touch it, ever. Yeah. Now, some honorable mentions. Who else has played Batman that did a good job? The Batman in the radio serials was fun back in the forties. Yeah, he
1: he did a good.
0: I and I don't. I can't remember his name thing.
1: but he did a really good job of being serious yet still having it. because it still had to be lighthearted and campy. And yeah, it's nineteen. You know, it's nineteen forties radio, right? Uh, you can't do the kind of dark things that we do with Batman now, right?
0: Well, because but it was, it was, dark, I mean, but it was also because it was a really dark yeah. time, so yeah. you couldn't and so, have he like the, the darkness. But the, he played and, the
1: part really well.
0: He played the part really well. Uh, the Batman who did the animated uh, Super Friends in the 70s, he had a very specific mm-hmm. voice. I can't remember his name, but Robin was Casey Kasem. Well, you know... Yeah. And know. so he was shaggy for 30 years. <laughs> so you've got to think 70-year-old Casey Kasem going, Zyngs! Like, come on, Scoob! He did it up until Scooby-Doo the movie came out, and he retired and Matthew <laughs> Lillard took over. Nice. And we don't want to talk about what happened to poor Matthew Lillard, but anyways. Um, but the number of people who do voiceovers as a not necessarily second career, but also because there's two kinds of voice actors. There are people that you brought in to be a voice actor for a specific part. So, for instance, in Superman, All-Star Superman, Lois was played by Polly Perrette, who was Abby on on uh, NCIS. They brought her in because I think she wanted to do that part. Conroy, Tara Strong, uh, Paul, uh, Rob Paulson, they are voice actors who do everything. They're not guest stars, they are the workhorses. And the workhorses get a lot more done because they get a lot more.
1: Well, and the the thing that I always find interesting is the amount of times where, again, we had talked about doing an episode about voice acting, and I don't honestly know enough voice actors for us to walk through that episode by name. I could tell you characters that I really enjoy. Right? And or, I could probably see, pull up some other out, yeah. but for me to sit down and do an episode about it, we weren't able to throw enough on paper for us to run through it. Uh, but you gotta really appreciate when really good work like Conroy's uh, Batman or you know, his name's slipping me, but the, the voice of Optimus Prime, and still... Oh, it's him, yeah. Uh, you know, and and that kind of work being done because they either happened to be on the lot or they were vying for the job and they just kind of threw a voice on the table as, this is what I see, and it becomes iconic, <laughs> right? Well... Um, the, right the, out of the gate, because, you know, from the minute you hear Optimus Prime's voice, you're like, I never want to hear another Optimus Prime's the Prime's Prime. The
0: best example of that of all time is Mark Hamill. Oh, absolutely. When Mark Hamill.
1: And I think Mark Hamill is a great example of being tickled by the fact that Mark Hamill's. One of the best.
0: Well, it, there's <laughs> that. There's that. But the reason Mark Hamill became the Joker is because he was a huge Batman fan. Still is. And he went to Warner Brothers because they said, hey, you're Mark Hamill. Do you want to do Goon number four? Yeah, <laughs> and he said, fine, I'll do Goon number four. Um, and he went in, and they he said, oh, my God, you're doing that like that? I said, the Joker looks awesome. Who's that? I don't recognize oh, is that. Is that a girl? Who's that? That's new. I've never seen them. There's Playface. And he went through all the production proofs around the office, gave commentary, how much he loved it, and what he didn't like about it. Then he did the voice acting, and they went, he's a really good voice actor. And so they called his agent and said, can you get him to come in and, and read for a different part? And they said, okay, and Mark Handel came and said, can you give us some crazy laughs? He had just spent like six months doing Amadeus on Broadway, to which he had to do these absolutely insane crazy laughs from Solieri every night, and he would mess around and change it. So he had a back pocket full of insane laughter that he could pull up at any time. And they did it, and they were so blown away, they replaced the original actor for the Joker, who wasn't working out. It just wasn't right. An amazing actor, just wasn't right. And then Mark Campbell came in and blew them all out of the water. You know who the original actor was? I don't know. who did. The original actor was Tim Curry. <laughs> Tim Curry was originally I can't the Joker.
1: Imagine Tim Curry actually being the voice of the Joker. You because, can't
0: because Tim Curry's too iconic. Well, and and I think it's to a point of.
1: I, I can hear it in my head, and it's
0: so close, but it's just not quite there. As, as a matter of fact, if you watch the first two, I think, or three episodes of Batman the Animated Series, the Joker doesn't quite fit. Yeah. The voice and the, and, the, and the movements don't quite fit, because Mark Hamill had to go back and re-record, but after that, they did a recording, and then the animation, and all is perfect. But they had originally had the Joker talking to um, Tim Tim Curry's movements and talking, yeah. and then changed later. So it was an amazing story, it came out of nowhere because he was doing Broadway, he was doing little bit parts here and there. He tried to do movies, just it, he was you know Luke Skywalker, right? Luke Skywalker. How do you cast Luke Skywalker? Exactly, and I, mean, I
1: love that again. He was. Still part of the DC homage because they brought him in as Trickster in the Flash. Yeah,
0: right. And well, he got the Trickster in the original 90s Flash. Um, he also did the Guyver, <laughs> which is a. You ever seen the Guyver? The Guyver is a scion suit type of thing. It was like um, um, he he found a a alien suit of armor and became the Guyver. It's based off of some uh, Japanese comics. As far as I know, anyways, I'm sure. Put your comments and corrections into the Facebook page. Um, We'll be sure not to read them. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh, But it's... uh, The Guyver has also become done other stuff for, like, um, anime and stuff like that. But the the first live-action, Mark Hamill was in it. And it throws you. Because you're like, that's the Skywalker. What's going on? Now, with time... And practice because we've had to do it more and more. You're able to divorce the actor from the part. Back in the '70s and '80s, that was almost oh, impossible the to do. Not something you could, especially do. if it was iconic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyways, that one. nowhere that's near Batman. Rabbit, yeah, Let's right. go back to Batman. Yeah, we, were, we were all we've <laughs> amazingly rabbit-trailed. We've run
1: around the bush. We've run around I the bush three or four blood times. No, yeah, actually. So, okay, so uh, your top three were my top three. I have uh, I was optimistic about Pattinson, right? Uh, Where is it? Uh, Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. Okay, and, and then you, my top threw three me under the bus and went for a team.
0: My top three were <laughs> uh, uh, Michael Keaton, Yeah. then Ben Affleck, okay. and then my top top number one that beats your number one. So. 0.5? above you the worst kind of person.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Just because I'm a jerk. I, I've had many more years of experience of, of uh, proving no, people wrong. No, and it's because I like Tim Conroy. Yeah. I'm just mad at it. For level and Tim, Con- so. <laughs> Tim Conroy is probably the, with the exception, again, we will say it again, with the exception of the best Batman of all time, Adam West, Kevin Conroy is the number one Batman. So
1: I, I think I actually end up Putting Kevin Conroy as my number one in this because I got plucked for West anyway, so that shifts my list through. And and one of mine wasn't even isn't even a Batman yet.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, I'm so. I'm cautiously optimistic to see what they do with it because it doesn't bother me either way. No,
1: it uh, like I don't have a problem with them, and I I think there's possibilities there. So it's it's his world to screw up, which is always the case. So. All right, uh, put
0: your uh, top threes in the comments, and we'll. Uh, Again, we'll be sure not to eat <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for this topic. However, the list of topics is ever-growing. So if you have a show idea or a topic you think we should discuss, please send it to christian at frugaldutchman.com.
1: Or join us on Facebook, TFDATC. That's the
0: Frugal Dutchman at the counter. So join us once again. We're nerdy isn't dirty. It's a badge of honor. For Christian, I'm Marcus. For Marcus, I'm Christian. And we'll see you at the counter.